Sayers, welcome to a very special episode of the JTOS podcast. I'm your host, Joe Dan Castillo. With me is, he's here to rescue you, Tim Haas. Tim, how are you doing? Good. Glad to be here again. Another fun night. Also with us is, there's only one of them, Zero Galvan. Hey, how's it going? And he's a little short to be a stormtrooper, but trunk short. A little big to be a stormtrooper, we talking about. <laughs> All right, and later and later joining us will be the one and only Helios G, aka Josie, aka Jose Galicia. We'll be getting to him soon, but first, boys, may the force be with you. With you as well. With you as well. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start with the what are we playing, and we're gonna do it a little different this time. Let's go ahead and start. Trunks, why don't you start us out? Oh God. <laughs> um, lately, I've been playing. I actually went back to playing Star Wars. Uh, Which one? The newest one, uh, Fallen, oh, Order. Fallen, Order. Fallen Order. I forgot how to play it. I've been getting stomped. <laughs> the main protagonist in that is that dude from. It's the kid that they have that plays the the Joker character. Yeah, in, in Gotham. Gotham. Wasn't he also in Shameless? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I that guy. How is he in that game? He's awesome. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. That's he, interesting because I, I, really, I need to play it. But if you hate him in other stuff, man, you you'll no, actually. Really... No, I, I liked him as the, I honestly liked him as the Joker in Gotham. I know. I. Yeah, I'll disagree on that one. I completely understand. But no, I, yeah, I like him. He, does a, he makes a real good Jedi. But yeah. he he's really good in in Fallen Order, and like I said, I've been playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, okay. Which nice. It's actually fun. I, I I'm very much one of those. I didn't like Skyrim, but I'm enjoying that's this. So that like that's so just interesting that you didn't like Skyrim, which like Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, and I hear a lot. And of, we're gonna you know, miss Trunks, uh, who's great on this uh, shelf for a little bit, but since you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a little. That is interesting, and that you didn't like Skyrim, but you like Elder Scrolls. Yeah, no, it's weird, but honestly, you know, Skyrim was always one of those games that uh, that I didn't get a chance to play, or I didn't play when everyone else played, and I wasn't too big on it. But I was more into the, you know, again, I was more into like Dragon Age, yeah, where, yeah. where Skyrim was. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I feel you. Dragon Age is good too. Yeah, continuation yeah. of the story within the same yeah, thing yeah. you could have from all of them. I was the same way. Yeah, but like I said... I played both. But like I said, you know, Skyrim was just never one of those games that I enjoyed. But, you know, like I said, jumping on ESO, it's been fun. I catch myself, you know, making new characters all the time. But yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, guys, we were trying to do the whole train thing. My phone's acting up right now, so we can't do it. So, train! I thought you had a clip. That's what I thought you I had. I did, dude. But, but every single time I try to do something on my phone, this damn podcast okay, so it's messes up. Train! That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was good. One. That was good. One. I'm sure. I'm sure Zero hates it. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was, it was impressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's been most of my my gaming lately. It's been Star Wars and that. Yeah, so I really need. I'm going to get back into Final Fantasy, and uh, my roommate just picked up uh, Resident Evil Three. So just picked it up. He just picked it up, but wow. he hasn't really been. He's been working. And well, he's then, got a good eight hours. In front yeah. Of him. <laughs> no, I love the game. Don't get me wrong. But, but all right. <laughs> anyway, so that's all I've been doing. So. 
I'll pass it on. Oh, yeah, all right, zero, zero. <laughs> what are you playing? I uh, actually, yeah, actually wrote a list of the stuff I've been playing. So uh, I, I finally beat the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh-huh. Plus, plus. Um, I, I started playing in the middle because I had a save file of uh, Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a really bad decision and jumped back on Final Fantasy XIV. Of course, too. Uh, I played a little bit of ESO with uh, Trunks and uh, another one of our friends. So probably killed, I don't know, about six, seven hours on that. Okay. Do you have ESO? I do. We can jump off. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got on there on you. It's been years since I've got on there. <laughs> like, literally, it's been years. Like we're, we're forming a party as this happens. Yeah. <laughs> I popped it in. I saw that it wasn't Skyrim, and I was one of those guys that dropped it yeah. right there and then. You know, but I still have it. It's still, know? yeah. And, um, I, I have plenty of friends who do play it though and tell me you know that I enjoy it so and I love um, uh, MMOs cool I had actually played the beta when it first kicked on and I thought it was complete garbage yeah uh, every time you went up and killed somebody in one of the first missions there was about 30 bodies of the same guy that you're about to kill around it and it was mm-hmm. just so glitchy yeah. <laughs> you could everybody was like walking around like disfigured and 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 it was just a really really bad game is 14 uh, is, is final fantasy 14 kept up with way better than eso would you say yeah it's, yeah. it's gorgeous community wise community wise and, and yeah. it's yeah. It, like I'm, I'm on the same uh server that i, I was when i played uh, a while back and uh, it's a little crowded. Yeah. But uh, there's no lag. There's there's no problem. I think with I'm gonna it. go ahead it's and good. pick that up because I, I, you can get a copy of it at Target with like some kind of perk in it. It's like twenty bucks and uh, start out right out of the box. So I'm probably gonna try that out finally because you've been talking about that. I, I, I like fun. it, man. I, I I liked it when it came out. I thought it was I thought it was a solid MMO. You know, because MMOs are really hard. Everybody's real yeah. picky about them. Yeah. You know, but. Um, what I liked about it is like I've got the same character that I played back then too. No, uh-huh. you know, nice. and uh, and so it's it's kind of one of those things I can just pick her up and go. That's always fun. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like a time machine or something when you get your character from like ten years ago, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Really cool, man. Awesome, Tim. What you got? Uh, lately, actually, I went back to uh, Knights of the Old Republic one and two. Nice. Finished the first awesome. one and uh, made it about halfway through the second one before we hit this episode. Cool. Damn, still, still love it. Still the same old, yes. same old love there. Yes. You playing on Steam or Xbox? I have it on Steam, but I also have the original discs. Yeah. From before everything switched, to like Windows Seven, Windows Ten, and it's very hard to install off the discs, mm-hmm. or you just don't have a CD drive anymore because nobody has CD drives on the computers anymore. Apparently, yeah. when you buy them. I was yeah, and I guess this is gonna show you how you know how long it's been. But I was pretty surprised I got my laptop, and I don't need it. But I, I was like, "Where's the CD drive at on this thing?" Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Nope." Oh yeah, that's download. Yeah, that's yeah. shut up, old man. Actually, Brian, my, 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 my actually has one. I was that's actually shocked about the, the PC. Yeah, man, really I was I was literally surprised. I had, I had my Jewel album right next to me. I was about to you know pop it in and. <laughs> Really start going at it, and no, nah, dude, no, no CD drive, no, no jewel for me. Huge. Was it was it the enhanced CD that you were gonna look up the music video on it? And then I See, thought about I it, and I was like, CDs that I wanted to do that with my computer. But then I was like, well, I have Spotify, so I don't need this fucking album anymore. Yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, but you still want to keep it. You're yeah. still going to keep it. <laughs> so is it, is it is it all you got? Star Wars wise, like play wise, yeah, that's fine. All I mean, right. 
I I mean, it's not technically um, it's not Star Wars, but it is space themed. I don't know if you guys have you have you guys. I've been playing a game called Stellaris. Oh god! Oh guys, wow! Have you guys ever played that? No. I've never played it. I've I know, heard of it. I, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like it's definitely a throw. I think they came back in like two thousand nine or Be careful. T- ten. You may throw oh, part dude, of your life away. Dude, this game is freaking... And I, I, That's like civilization. This game is incredible. So you start the game out, you uh, create your home world, mm-hmm. and uh, you, I mean, everything's customizable from the look of your home world to what, you know, what kind of home, you know, what grows in your home world. You can customize uh, the races that are in your home world. You can customize, mm-hmm. you know, your government. You, you can be an extremely mil- militarized government. You can be a... Uh, 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 a passist government like dude it, it's nice. such a cool concept and, and what what's really cool about it is uh, and i didn't notice this until i messed around a little bit but once i made my first world i got out of it and i decided mm-hmm. you know what i'm just gonna start a new game whatever well it saved that first world that mm-hmm. i was just messing around with because like 45 minutes into playing my new game my first world was there and i just it's just little things like that that nice. I, I, I appreciate about nice. you know especially like i wouldn't call this a rts it's more of a well, like you said, a sieve. More kind of. simulation. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Rem- it kind of reminds... Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. Well, uh, a 4X game is more what he's kind of talking about. Yeah. yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, what I've been playing, uh, Door Fortress, where you start off, you know, with, you know, your individual characters. You can customize them. You grow from there. Mm-hmm. You start building stuff. You grow from there. Customize what you're building. Yeah. Farm. Door Fortress. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I, I sent y'all a picture. I haven't I heard of it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I saw. I got the message. I tried. I started. I started playing it two weeks ago. It, it's blown my mind. It's it's uh, simple. It looks complicated. Yeah. But it's simple once you get going. Once you get the motion going. It, but that door fortress is more. It's more like a simulation where you just watch things happen. Yeah. Kind of like Animal Crossing. Okay. So very <laughs> very just uh, just keeping up with stuff, taking care of stuff. That's really cool. I mean, th- those are my kind of th- those are my kind of games. So yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's really cool. All right, boys. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get into the news. Number one, PlayStation fans have a bittersweet surprise in store for them. The previous indefinite delay for The Last of Us Two has officially been lifted, as an update from PlayStation official blog states. "Quote: As our team at Sony Interactive Entertainment and Worldwide Studios approach development milestones in the confront of world changed by COVID nineteen." We find ourselves having to adapt to today's ever-changing environment. Amidst some disruptions to our working styles, we wanted to provide an update to the PlayStation gamers who are eager to learn when our next exclusive title will arrive to PlayStation 4. The bitter part in this, of course, is at what cost has this news come in form of? Many speculate that the decision was made as a result of an immensely heavy leak by a disgruntled ex-employee of Naughty Dog Studios, that of which has been debunked. Um, The leak did not come from a ex-employee they uh sony actually has the the identity of these hackers in hand right now i'm I'm not sure what they're going to do with them yet though an article from from polygon.com states sony and naughty dog have not confirmed the authenticity of the leaked material however they have been working rapidly to remove videos from the youtube where the videos originated from also reddit yeah so uh we're obviously starting to see a trend here in in the gaming industry Crunch time is becoming more and more of a problem. Uh, I guess developers demanding more of their employees it's uh, been at, like that. at the end of it. And yeah, and uh, the problem with it, my problem with it is, is that this has always been this way for these big AAA titles that are going to end up making millions and millions of dollars. I mean, like, like ET. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like ET. Yeah. We all, Perfect example. <laughs> God bless that game. If you think back in the in the you know Grand Theft Auto three days. 
you know, I mean, when, when they were breaking down walls with third world, open world stuff and all that, it's hard for me to believe that they weren't working just as hard to get everything into that game than something like, I mean, and I, I'm not talking about graphics, obviously graphics, but uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 or something like that, you know? I feel like it's always been this way. If you want to make a masterpiece, if you want to make something that's going to be, you know, the talk of the town for years and years to come, it's usually going to come with a really big price. And that price is going to be a lot of overtime, a, a, mm -hmm, a lot yeah. of being overworked. Uh, you know, it just I feel like and I'm not even just talking about video games here. Uh, anything film. I mean, Peter Jackson almost died making the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, man. But they're amazing films. They're you know amazing what I mean? Films. Like he did what he had to do to get it done, and he became. I'm sure he's he's a freaking you know like he he's one of the most well known directors in the world now because of it. So yeah, but he also did the Hobbit in three movies. <laughs> <laughs> we had to bring that yeah. up. Huh? If you're gonna talk about the good, you gotta bring up that. Oh, he also did Immortal uh, Engines too. So yeah, uh, I never saw. That I, I didn't either. either. There you go. All right, there wow. you go. So what do you boys think? I mean, how, how do y'all feel? about uh about what's going on here because it, it seems to be a trend if, if it keeps going we're gonna have another et yeah <laughs> but i'm honestly i'm i'm very much the whole thing of especially with like the youtube culture we have now it's so easy to leak you know full games or full games screenshots i mean it's so it's so ready to get out there but like honestly you know, PlayStation can't say, you know, hey, we don't, PlayStation and iDog can't say, oh, we don't know who did this. Y'all know who did it. Yeah. You know. And, 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 and they have, <laughs> since, since this article came out, they, they have identified the, yeah, I mean, the leakers. Dude, or if they had them, their tech department sucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say one thing, though, is that there is a difference between a leak like, oh, hey, this game's going to have Battle Royale in it. And a leak on on this level. Ha, have you guys seen the leak? Have you guys seen the footage? I didn't, no, I didn't even know there was a leak. It's it, it, it's pretty uh, it, it's pretty destroying as far as you know what the storyline is. It, it definitely it definitely puts all the cards on the table once you learn this. I don't know. I've heard fifteen of, minutes worth of video game footage. I heard a lot of I heard a lot of fans were pissed off that yeah. how they did this game. Now I have I have seen the leaks. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to talk about any of them on the podcast or anything. But I have seen the leaks, and I can say I don't know if I'm pissed off, quote unquote, about it or whatever. But it is it, it is pretty upsetting the content, the way that they're moving the story along. Seeing that you know how I'll put it this way: there's a lot of things that you fell in love with that made you fall in love with the first one that are pretty much getting you know scratched out yeah in this one that's the closest i can get without being you know complete asshole and you know talking yeah, about cause... but yeah so i can understand i'll say i can understand the backlash i don't know if any game developer deserves to be leaked or anything like that but uh and in fact i honestly in my opinion that that, that should never happen when people have worked five years on a project and you completely taken that away from them because I mean, uh, you know, sales are sales are already showing up for themselves. They're really bad uh, as far as uh, canceling reservations. Not, I'm not gonna say Naughty Dog's gonna take a huge hit on this because they're Naughty Dog, but it, it, it's it's definitely gonna hurt when bonuses come around for oh, yeah. what was supposed to be at, at a you know a huge staple for you know the PlayStation Four or maybe even Five. I don't know. I just thought that that was a, a really interesting article and. I don't know. I mean, 
as soon as we know something about what's going to happen to these guys that leaked it, uh, I'll post it on the page and all that. But probably nothing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the people who leaked it just didn't want anybody to be, you know, disappointed if they were going to put this out on the next generation. You know. Um, I yeah, will say, knows? you know, I'm sure they had their own personal reasons. Yeah, no, no and, and like I said, I, I will say, I mean, it's 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 pretty depressing. Well, <laughs> because I mean, think about it. If you wait for a whole game through a generation, you know, and they're gonna take things out of it. Yeah. Especially, the, especially the guys yeah. that that reserve these three hundred dollar collectors editions, and yeah, I, I mean, I definitely get that. One. Was that leak any worse than the hack that Nintendo is apparently dealing with right now? Um, well, the one thing I can say about the Nintendo hack is that it didn't. It's still not good, but I'm uh, all, all of the schematics of unreleased stuff. Yeah, but all the financial data was left alone. I I know that for a fact. But still, so it's not catastrophic. It's, it's still bad. It was the schematics of the the older system, though. It was Wii mm. and a couple other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as bad as what yeah, well, yeah, media can make it out to The be. Wii. Yeah. Trust me, I hate the spoiler. I saw it. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, all right. So, uh, number two. D&D response to COVID-19 with free content. Despite a reputation for many years as an activity for outcasts and antisocial nerds, the heart of Dungeons & Dragons is a social activity. Friends get together on a regular basis to hang out, play games, and tell stories. That's become a little more complicated in these times with coronavirus and social distancing, but the lure of escaping to a fantasy world can't keep the geeks down. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeon Masters Guild are bringing free and discounted content to fans of the game that are stuck inside for the time being. Much of the content comes from the adventure leagues that Dungeons & Dragons uses to draw players to local game stores. These adventures are typically shorter than most D&D fare, but they make an excellent way to teach new dungeon masters how to run. One of the most useful downloads is a PDF of the starter set rulebook that's a great rule summary to have on hand for games full of newbies and veterans alike. This article comes from Forbes.com. What do you guys think about that? Um, I I actually got onto the website too and I found some really cool, I mean, it's nothing that we use, but we all have kids, you know, I mean, most of us. And yeah. uh, they, they have some really cool like activity books and, uh, um, coloring pages and stuff like that it's a really cool it's a really cool thing that they're doing i think what do you guys think about it um i mean one thing that i've loved i've always loved about dungeons and dragons i've always known that it brings people together and uh you know during this hard times you know through this whole covid19 thing it's not easily you know possible now you know uh what you know what forbes is saying is that you know, D&D is a good way to, you know, interact with each other, you know, even if it's via online or, you know, yeah. um, through the phone. You know, there's multiple ways you can play, you know, D&D. It yeah. doesn't have to be. Zoom, it doesn't have Skype, to be. FaceTime, yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it brings people to be- uh, together. I've, I've seen some gnarly fights over Dungeons <laughs> & I, I mean, no, I will say I've lost multiple yeah, friends. We all have. <laughs> I've lost multiple friends through the game. I, can I love the it. game. It's like a love-hate thing yeah. with it. And, yeah, absolutely. And I've only been playing yeah. it for about almost about a year over yeah. a year i mean being one of the guys at the table that we've been playing this for like 20 years almost now yeah. <clears throat> like me and zero we've been in games where we've watched brothers just get pissed off at rules yeah. and like it, it comes to blows instantly and we're yeah. just like 
But then after that, rough, man. after all the, after that stuff, those are good games though. Right? Yeah. Those <laughs> are the ones I, I, I watched my cousins punch each other. Over yeah, the game. yeah, a lot of passion bleeding out of that. Oh no, it, it's mm-hmm. very much uh, passionate. That was you know, my first yeah. introduction. Mm-hmm. Mine too. <laughs> very nice. But um, as far as like the Dungeon Masters Guild, I think it's a really cool idea. But at the same time, you know, you just gotta. It's good to introduce people, but you know, at the same time, when introduce people with that route. A lot of people get in that same mindset of they watch like stuff like Critical Role and where you have these guys who voice act and yeah. you know these guys and girls that that voice act all the time so they can do all the different voices they can do all this and next thing you know everyone's just like oh why aren't you like Matt Mercer why don't you do voices for every character you run across and it's like well one. I'm not a paid voice actor. I can't do yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the biggest drawback with, like... Some NPCs aren't meant to have a voice. Yeah. Of their own. No one's ever asked me why I wasn't I like Matt Mercer. I'll be honest with you. But see, we all... But we still... I get we kind of stick... <laughs> we we kind of stick with the our same group. I ask myself some days, too. Why am I not like Matt Mercer? Because if I, if I could be like Matt Mercer, I'd have that big ass table I love that table it always comes back to that goddamn table with y'all man. it must be amazing I need to go look at it number three the rumors have been confirmed 2020's Assassin's Creed game takes place during the Viking Age called Assassin's Creed Valhalla the upcoming yep. action RPG story will continue directly where the fate of Atlantis, the second DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey left off narrative director Darby McDevitt tells GameSpot.com in an interview we have a lot of interesting new approaches to the present day story that we're excited for people to see it's something I've wanted to see for many years, and we finally had the idea in a way that we could pull it off, which I won't get into, but we definitely continue Layla's story that hasn't changed. Slated to be a PS5 launch title, like Black Flag for PS4, should have... Oh, so yeah, wait, I was going to talk about this beforehand. So the one thing that uh, people are already talking about with uh, Val- Assassin's Creed Valhalla, sorry boys, is uh, the problem with map fatigue in Ubisoft games. And I really mm. did never thought about it as a thing, but it's definitely there, right? So because I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're talking about Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Ghost Recon, Watch Dogs, The Division, like everything. It's always kind of the same concept map-wise. Obviously, these are very different games. I'm not saying that it's like a cookie cutter situation here. I'm just the maps are. That's always been the reason why I've never finished an Assassin's Creed game. Honestly, it's not really because of the main storyline. It's just because I feel eventually I just more the have to always climb to a high spot find a point for a lookout and boom here's your little section of map rinse and repeat yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i saw that in quite and, a few of their games and, but, and, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with a map full of things that do blue me i mean think about the witcher 3 on the other side of the field okay every time you guys see a question mark in that game you go to it and it means something to you something happens out of it i just don't feel like that's that that's there with these ubisoft games and I, it kind of concerns me that they still haven't decided to go a different route because I, I see it already. I see this game already in my head, like through and through. Mm-hmm. Beautiful graphics, a pretty cool gameplay mechanic, and a big ass map with a lot of stuff that you really have to do to to progress. To, to yeah, to continue. I don't know. What do you boys think about it? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've always wanted an Assassin's Creed game where it was like actually more like ninja something like that because you know assassins how do you get assassins from viking there is something that go ahead but i, I want to add something to, to your comment I, I was never i would never see a viking as like i don't know this master assassin when, have y'all watched the trailer no I haven't. okay at the end yeah when i saw that blade come out i was like 
you have a big axe and he's about dead and you just took a point. All right. All right. Would they not be better off going with like the, was it Sekiro? Yeah. Uh, Shadows you, die. Yeah. Twice. I know the game. What do you mean? When he gets the flip axe. Oh yeah. That would be something more See, Viking I mean, style. Let's think about it like this, you know, um, black go back to black flag pirates they they weren't assassins they were blunt yeah you know they very, were up in your face yeah, you know they, they were not going to sneak yeah. around mm-hmm. you're right you know? no, no, yeah absolutely uh i don't know the whole to me i've never played any assassin's creed so i can't really say about how the game well worked. it was nice having you here <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it guys thank you so much god bless america but i'm i'm actually surprised to hear that you've never played any of no, them. I've never played any of them. But what I've gotten from what I've heard from multiple acquaintances is that it's kind of repetitive. Yeah. Yes. I can recommend fully. Well, three is kind of uh, three was a three was a good mecha- yeah, yeah, but three but three still made sense. Yeah. The, the assassin like the thing. Story. The Ezio trilogy is just the way to go. Yeah. I, that, that's I'm yeah. Sorry. I have to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Kenway. I, I mean, as much as you know, like everyone said, pirates can be assassins and stuff like that. Kenway was probably one of my favorite assassins out of the group, like next to Ezio. Okay. Yeah, but that was that was just like a good storyline. Like what he's saying is basically, you know, you've got brawlers and stuff like that. Pirates, pirates, and and Vikings aren't exactly stealthy, you yeah. know, stereotypes. Right, right. The whole reason you fall in love with the first game in that story is because the way he fits in. Right, like right. for me, well, and dealing he with fits the whole, in with the monks and all the religious people, and just, dealing with the whole Knights Templar thing, there's definitely plenty of deceit and stuff like that to go oh, around. Yeah. And that's exactly why, at the same time, like with uh, Ezio and everything, that it fits so well because he fit in with the time. Yeah, because he walk up to a group of, uh, of courtesans and just kind of blend mm-hmm. in with them and just sit there and talking. Assassin's and, Creed Two took place during uh, the Renaissance, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Two, okay. Two uh, revelations and uh, brotherhood. Yeah, okay. because they had the Da Vinci workshop stuff that you could get and all that. Yeah. Okay. But honestly, it was just it was so like it was so weird seeing Viking assassin. It just I don't know it. It seems too far of a reach for me. You think Viking? You think berserker? Right. Like, but I mean, even with pirate, like we were saying, but. At the same time, you know, like the romanticized pirates were very much the smooth talking. Could you know, be a spy. Could, yeah, could be a spy because you're, you know, very charismatic, very, you know, you walk up to people and just start a conversation like Kenny yeah. did. Mm-hmm. But Viking, you don't see someone walking up going, hey, how's it going? It's, hey, how's it going? Here's an axe to the head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So um, it just kind of. I will say Ubisoft has gone on record uh, because they've been asked that exact question. Why have y'all not done Feudal Japan? Well, why is that not something that's just not interested in you? And the reason why, according to Ubisoft, is that uh, it's just too too right off the nose. That's what they said. They said, they, well, everybody expects us to do Feudal Japan. Well, then why not, not do fucking Feudal <laughs> Japan? And I mean... You know what I mean? Like, you know that's what all your fans want, but you... I'm, I'm pretty sure they're just scared of coming out with, like, you know, Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think everybody's afraid of Ninja Turtles 3. Yeah. yeah. But Honestly, nobody wants to do Ninja even the Turtles people, 3. Even the people that love Ninja Turtles are scared of Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> No one likes Ninja I mean, Turtles but 3. they did Feudal Japan and Ninja Turtles 3. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, it wasn't good. No. Right? No, okay. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, Valhalla tried in Double Dragon. Valhalla is due to come out uh, sometime either later this year or the beginning of next year. 
But if, you, if that's something you're interested in, go check it out. All right, boys, the last one's a wrap up. And uh, fortunately, it's a sad one. A uh, bit of sad news in the gaming community. Resident Evil 2 voice actor Paul Haddad passes. Paul Haddad, a British-Canadian voice actor etched in people's memories as Leon S. Kennedy in 1998 and across other Saturday morning cartoons during the era, has passed away. Confirming the news was Daymare 1998 developer Invader Studios sent their condolences in a tweet while posting tribute from his latest role in the game. A statement from CGMagazine.com states, quote, Paul Haddad, our dear friend and an icon among the Resident Evil community, has passed away recently. We've been truly honored to have the chance to meet and work with such a great man and a brilliant professional that he was. Rest in peace, Paul. You will forever be in our hearts. Uh, this article comes from CG Magazine. Um, apparently, the cause of death was throat cancer. But uh, I, I just thought that that was something that was worth pointing out. He definitely a voice that uh, is extremely noticeable, I'm sure, with everybody at this table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, RIP, Paul Haddad. Uh, yeah. We barely knew you. All right, boys, that is the news. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and get into our Rut Row Retro, which this is a very special Rut Row Retro. Keeping with the Star Wars theme, we're going to be discussing Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. This is definitely, uh, obviously, one that's very near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, I, I, by the way, I appreciate the shirt, Jose. I, I just realized that. You nice. Did. But yeah, um, uh, keeping up with our May the Fourth be with you. We wanted to go ahead and do something a little special. Obviously, this is not a rut row, but uh, it's, it's definitely a retro. It's oh, definitely yeah. a retro. So. Uh, couple of interesting things about Star Wars Episode 4. Apparently, it was supposed to start out as a Flash Gordon film. Did we know that? No. Any, any of you guys know? I didn't either. Yeah, yeah apparently, uh, George Lucas was actually a big Buck Rogers uh, Flash Gordon fan. And um, up until this point, it had just been comic books. I think the comics stemmed back all the way to like the 1930s. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he was such a big fan of them. That's what he wanted to make originally. Uh, nobody would give him a license, so here we go. He started making his own thing, and then it turned out to be Star Wars. Really, really cool. Uh, and another really cool little thing that, and I don't know if you guys, Zero, did you ever check out um, uh, Mystery Science Theater on Netflix? Uh, not the new run. The 3000? I, I, I watched the old one. Please Ooh. watch. Okay, when you watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix, I need you to look up Star Crash. Okay. Star Crash was actually put in production before Star Wars, um, it had a lot of uh, similar ideas and all that. Uh, it definitely wasn't executed nowhere near as well. No. But it was the original uh, breaking out sci-fi, you know, renaissance. Uh, it, it was supposed to be the first one out before Star Wars. It just took a little bit longer than Star Wars for some reason, even though it started in production first. And uh, after Star Wars went out, you know, the Star Crash comes out a year later. <laughs> Nobody's going to talk about it. But if you guys want to see Star Crash, it's oh my god it's it's well, worth at least one view who did lucas you know company with what do you mean even back in the day mgm yeah oh yeah yeah who's mgm disney you're, no, you're no. right right is mgm disney i am now but not then not then they wouldn't but I'm... about the time that happened because they already had mgm studios at disney by the 90s so at least roughly right after Lucas had done the whole Star Wars. But Lucas, he, he was with MGM. Lucas did Star Wars in 1978. Yeah. But MGM Studios was later, if not roughly around the same time, bought out by Disney. I don't know if that's a fact, Tim. I, I don't either. I, <laughs> I like, like For at least intellectual properties from certain okay. people. I, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Because... 
if not by the right. 90s they wouldn't have been able to have the indiana jones or the star wars sections in mgm studios in disney parks yeah all right yeah so everybody knows star wars everybody knows the story of it uh there's not really much reason to go into it. we are going to go into the characters individually just to see what everybody thinks about it but before we did that uh, I just wanted to have a conversation on when we uh, when we first got introduced to this film. Not necessarily Star Wars as a franchise, but when was the first time you were introduced to Star Wars Episode Four? If you guys remember, um, go and start with Trunks. Trunks, do you, do you remember when when it when it happened to you? Actually, I do. It was six years old. I was up in uh, Brownfield. Oh yeah, uh, up in West Texas, and. I was staying with, uh, well, me and my family went to see my dad's uh, father. Okay. And, like, we're sitting there on the couch and just happened to, uh, he had cable. So, I think it was, like, TBS. And (laughs) they were showing New Hope. And, like, I fell in love with it instantly. Especially seeing, you know, because, like, I didn't catch it from the beginning. I caught it right where Obi-Wan and Vader are throwing down yeah 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 yeah. The, and, the famous scene climax yeah and seeing the fight between those two you know being a kid you know starting to get into martial arts and stuff like that and seeing these two with like these really cool beam sabers just going yeah. back and forth uh, back and forth i was gonna say you had to be a kid to be infatuated with that because that was a really bad fighting scene <laughs> hey, it, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything against the film, actually but... it wasn't if you look at it which we'll get <laughs> no, to too. later i mean it's it's kendo they were they were practicing they were outright doing kendo like yeah like legit right. if you look at it it's kendo yeah i guess just not not knowing that i guess and you know just watching them fight it just seems so vague you know movement wise and but i mean they're also dealing with a what was he 66 67 yeah but yeah. lucas yeah. even said the original jedi sith fighting style were very much you know classic kendo, kendo. samurai okay. mm-hmm. You know, fighting. So, yeah. and with me just getting into that realm of you know martial arts and stuff like that, that moment was instantly just ingrained, right. and yeah. I was just like, and it just uh, took off from there. Cool, man. Awesome. Zero. Uh, I saw it very early. Um, you know, maybe like three or four. My mom was into it. Really. And so she had it on laserdisc. She had all three of them on laserdisc. No and, wow. And the oh Indiana Jones on laserdisc. And and I remember like you know, watching it. You know, by the time I was like ten or eleven, I was like trying to fix the laserdisc so I could watch it again. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. I think that was about the time that the, not the special editions that came out, but the the re-releases where they kind of had the big block letters. And okay. It, yeah. And it had uh, Darth Vader's face, Yoda's face, and, mm-hmm. the, and the stormtrooper's face on. Mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And and we got those. Yeah, and we got those, and we and I watched them, and I watched all the documentaries at the end of them, and just uh, when they re-released them in the theaters, I saw them, I saw them again in the theater, mm-hmm. and I've seen Same. every episode as it came out. So nice, yeah, uh, always a diehard Star Wars. I have one laser yeah. disc, and it's Frighteners, the oh, Michael God. J. Fox nineteen ninety six. I got it back oh there actually. Yeah, I love that movie. That's the only laser you disc don't I've have ever a player, bought. Though, do you? No, of course not. I don't. Know. Yeah, finding, I finding a working player is man, it's yeah, tough. it's nuts, man. You can, um, you can still find laser disc like at. Yeah. Uh, um, you can find thrift stores and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Half Price Books yeah. has a whole section of them. But yeah, but Frighteners, that was a movie, man. I love that movie. I wonder how many are mixed in with like old records at places. A lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Being an immigrant uh, to to United <laughs> States, Star Wars was uh, very dear to me because it was one of the first films that I understood completely. Okay. 
besides that, I watched it when I was young. I was about 12 years old, right? Yeah. I mean, that's young, right? <laughs> but the lore is what uh, what I fell in love with. Uh, even though in the first film you you didn't get much of it because you you know you're smack dab in the middle of the whole story, right? Yeah. I loved the whole you know Kiro, you know is destined to save the world, yeah. or save the yeah. universe. You know I I fell in love with that because as a little kid you know it makes you think world. that anything is possible. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, especially a, a story that involves uh, you know a protagonist pretty much taking on an entire empire based on his beliefs. I mean that's yes. something that not just mexican americans but you know americans in general can really relate to and uh yeah that yeah really cool i feel you on that for for sure man for sure for me probably first time ever seeing the movie probably like three but i can't really remember it first time ever really remembering it was probably about five or six watching it on old recorded vhs that my uncle had bootlegged off a cable back in the day the old bootleg whole trilogy on one vhs that what? he had reco- he super, recorded super it play. on yeah. super long play what <laughs> and stopped it perfectly at the end credits to have it pick up at the intro yo that of is the some, next movie that is some ghetto ass shit right there man <laughs> and what sucks i used to that edit was, porn that, that was, way for real yeah that's really that's really <laughs> yeah. revealing that was one of the vhs that got cleared out when my dad cleared out the shed about 10 years ago I could only save the stuff that was like in their original cases. So like all the recorded stuff that he used to get off of cable back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, Star Wars and all that, all gone. Yeah. yeah. Back to Zero real quick. Zero, how old were you when you were when you were doing when you were manipulating VHSs for your pleasure? Uh, probably about thirteen years old, you know. God bless you, man. Yeah, so I, mean, you, so you I, were, I, I would take like old school like you remember the Nickelodeon tapes that were like orange? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we would take those, right? then we would like you know get skinamax <laughs> record right. skinamax off a of tv and it'd be blurry and it'd be really bad right but then you can just edit uh the old school vhs tape with uh just you know scotch tape dude my mind is being yep. blown right now so i would cut it reel it in and then splice the other end and zip tie it and then like rewind it all the way and be like hey you want to borrow i don't know like good burger <laughs> yeah good burger or something <laughs> the rugger, dude oh my god what dude and this is my friend <laughs> my mind is blown probably more than whatever is being blown on those tapes good job zero but you really you really gave me something to talk about man <laughs> I, I don't know I've, I've always loved editing stuff and porn apparently. yeah it's like two passions <laughs> editing and porn. that was actually That's... one of the films uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, boys, like that, let's go into a couple of these characters. Um, obviously, everyone knows who these characters are also, but there's always something to take from how you guys feel about them. I guess we can start with Big Man himself, uh, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, a uh, young adult raised by his aunt and uncle on Tatooine who dreams of something more than his current life and learns the way of the Jedi. Honestly, and, and I don't know why I feel this way, but I, I don't remember ever really caring that much about Luke Skywalker when I was a kid. I loved Star Wars, but I was always more of a Han guy, I guess. Same here. And I, I don't know if that was the... I think a lot of people were. But that was kind of the whole point of Luke and Han. It's, the, it, it's kind of the you know opposite of each other. Because, I mean, it's the same thing with like Scott and Wolverine, yeah. Batman, Superman... Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, you're gonna like one or the other most of the time. I remember. I just remember him being too. And this was me as a kid. And I just remember him being too 
good. You know, like he didn't have any. But impl- that's kind of the point. Yeah, that was yeah, he's the a, chosen he's an altruist. One. So he's the, gotta, yeah, yeah, and I, I guess and Han was just the you know the rugged, cool, yeah, like yeah. gonna gonna get the girl. Yeah, he know. was the rogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he exactly. he was. Just, he was you the thought cool he could die at yeah. any moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, Luke was the paladin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, am I the only one that did anybody else favor Han over Luke? I did. Yeah. I was always a Han fan. Zero, you've been a Luke or a Han guy. Out of the two, I pick Han. Yeah. 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 See, I just, I'm glad I'm not alone on that. R2D2 kind of got myself, you know. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was I was actually leaning more towards the droids. And if you watch all the films. Chewie. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot of people <laughs> are Chewie fans. But um, right. if you really watch, if you really watch the films, it, it a lot of it, you know, 90% of it is like from the perspective of the droids. And I think that's what Lucas, uh, Lucas was trying to do was really make you see this storyline from their perspective. And I picked up on that pretty early on. So uh, the droids are pretty much what I, I liked about all the films. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, I remember when Lucas was doing. It might have been the interview in front of this one actually, but Lucas was in an interview about about uh, Skywalker and Mark Hamill. And he said that one of the main things that he got from Mark Hamill during the the, the, the test play was this sense of like integrity, you know, like like just pro- projecting integrity. I guess Hamill had it. Integrity farms. Right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but then you also have the same person later on doing the Joker. The Joker. And and Ozai from Avatar, yeah, you know, well, that, megalomaniacs, and that shows you just how yeah. talented this guy is. Too, exactly. Though. I mean, Luke was definitely a, a fan favorite. He just he he sure he, he definitely wasn't my fan favorite, or he wasn't my favorite. Did you know uh, originally his name was supposed to be Luke Starkiller? I did know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 His original it was supposed to be Luke Starkiller, but then they're like. That sounds more like a villain yeah, last yeah. name than Skywalker. So well, and they, then, it, I mean, it, Revenge of the or Return of the Jedi was supposed to be named Revenge of the Jedi. Yes. And they actually printed posters mm-hmm. that oh, really? had Revenge of the I, Jedi yeah, on it. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I was, I that was European that posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- those things are worth a lot of money I now. But yeah, only, they actually printed them out. they were out. only released in London, France, and Italy before they got pulled. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but the the... Japanese posters for Star Wars make it look like some kind of crazy manga. Or, yeah, yeah, they're they're just. It's oh, really? you wouldn't know it was the same film. Oh wow! Leave like Darth Japanese. Darth Vader's helmet I'm not is, to... is stylized like crazy. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool. Well, That's crazy. Let's go ahead and get on to our our bad boy uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, a cynical smuggler hired by Obi Wan and Luke to take them to Alderaan, his ship. The Millennium Falcon co-piloted with Chewbacca. Lucas mm-hmm. initially rejected casting Ford for the role as he wanted new faces. Ford had previously worked with the Lucas with Lucas on American Graffiti. Yep. Um, as a carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. That, I've yeah. never I've never seen the film. Um, but yeah, it, it's actually pretty interesting the list of actors that were that were rejected well. to to keep Ford in there. It goes from Kurt Russell to Nick Nolte, Sylvester Stallone, Bill Murray, Christopher Walken, Burt Reynolds. Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, okay. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase. I mean, that's that's everybody. Wow. <laughs> in 1978, a lot of people wanted in 1978. To be Han Solo, yeah, like Al Pacino. That's, yeah, Al Pacino. Can you imagine Al Pacino? <laughs> I could not see Al Pacino as Han. I mean, that would be just too weird. They'd have to give him like Hold a Cuban he accent. He would have been still. at the cantina. He would have been like, "Hey, you talking to me? <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah, man, that 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 would have been really interesting. He just ripped a line of blow before Greedo walks over. <laughs> Greedo's, <laughs> Greedo's mad because he didn't leave any. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he just goes aggro on the And then Han yells, shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, so, uh, but yeah, uh, let's go ahead and keep going down the list. Uh, 
Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, uh, a member of the Imperial, a member of the Imperial Senate, and one of the many leaders of the Rebel Alliance. Many young Hollywood actresses auditioned for the role of Princess Leia, including Amy Irving, Terry Noon, Cindy Williams, Carrie Allen, and Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster is like the only one I know, but no. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to. I kind of want to like kind of throw back to Double Dragon. How you know Alyssa Milano was brawless and. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So you was Carrie, that, huh? Carrie Fisher yeah. was brawless, yeah. but but she actually went on to explain because George Lucas told her that she couldn't wear a bra in space because of the expansion, she would suffocate. <laughs> oh, so there was a technical reason yes. wow. why she was brawless. We always well, known George Lucas was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I don't think any of us would yeah, argue no, that. No, it's nobody disagrees. It's, it's, I mean, was that a problem to, to her? Like, yeah, I, she, I she literally asked him. She's like, "Why can't I wear a bra?" He's yeah. like, "You can't wear a bra in space." And it's really interesting that you say that because she in was a feminist. In, in return, well, that's interesting too because uh, in Return of the Jedi, it, it's on record that it was her idea to get the slave suit. Yeah. Well, because her, it was supposed to be her transitioning from being the girl to a woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, her her reasoning for it was in the interview that whenever this was. Uh, was that yeah. she was tired of not getting to show her body off. That that was literally the response that they got from her on it. And so she told Lucas, like, hey. Um, it, in fact, there was another, it was like a bikini setup, but it was way more conservative. She was the one that wanted that melted down a little bit more. So it's just really, it's, I don't Carrie Fisher's an she interesting like, person. It's almost the 80s, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. you can't, like, nowadays, you wouldn't be able to get away with, with that. Yeah. Because nowadays it's more of, why do we have to sh- you know why do we have to show so much skin yeah but no but uh carrie fisher is definitely an interesting per or rest in peace she, she was a very interesting person she also edited a lot of scripts for hollywood through the 80s and 90s uh she was yeah. like a script doctor and okay, so, so almost all the the movies that you you like man you can you can go through and she's got for real uh script writing that's credit. cool man awesome. that's really cool i i i remember her being uh, a little bit of a comedic actress too very funny yeah yeah, oh, yeah. she was a very fun i remember her in 30 rock specifically she yes. was really good in 30 yeah. rock i've heard a lot of uh the newer stuff her and the guy to play poe mm-hmm. would play mm-hmm. pranks on everybody on the set mm-hmm. yeah during filming and everything so that's like awesome. you gotta have fun while you're working huh that and on thir- uh, not 30 rock but uh uh Crap! Why can't I remember uh, Big Bang Theory? Oh yeah, where yeah. Uh, uh, her and Tommy Lee Jones? No, yep. not Tommy Lee Jones. But yeah, uh, there was, there's a scene where she's like Tommy Lee Jones is always like ringing her doorbell. Mm-hmm. No, no, James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones. I was like, okay. I was, like, I, I was, I was yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. The two I, face, I knew you were in two the face was there, and he was just yeah. like, <laughs> I knew you were in the ballpark. I was just, I was, I was waiting for you to get there. No, but uh, so I guess um, you know, obviously there's a ton of loved characters on this. We only have time for so much, but. Let's go ahead and and, uh, and at least mention Peter Mayhew as, as Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewbacca, rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, and what's his name? C. Three PO passed away recently too, right? Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels. No, it was R. Two D. Two. It was R. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That was what, like four or five years. Ago? I mean, to be yeah, honest, I think uh, personally, the androids is what uh, caught my attention too. Yeah. It made me think of the future, mm-hmm. you know, humanoid, you know, robotics. For sure, yeah. You know, and the way they were able to, you know, portray it, you know, and that's what I loved about, that's what I love about movies that were made back in that in that time because props were big. Yeah. Props were a big thing. I got um, you. Movies like Star Wars, you know, without props, you know, there was no way you would be able to get a Chewbacca. Yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, or Sam people. And uh, I feel like most movies now are they're just relying on CGI, 
and it's just, you don't get the same effect that you, in my opinion, you would get from no something that somebody made yeah. from, from scratch. Even nowadays, even even with the technology we have nowadays, mm-hmm. it's still not the same that, thing. Which that is, could actually be part of the reason why I love R two D two so much. Was as a kid in the Cub Scouts in the Massachusetts area, we had the Boston Computer Museum. Yeah, they have an R two D two from the original movie there in the computer museum yeah yeah from like one of the original remote controlled units they used yeah rest in peace you know um r2d2 uh um, the hours that he had to spend in that kenny little, baker yeah, yeah. Kenny baker. The, the hours that he had to spend in that suit yeah you know, i'm sure were countless and you know yeah it's funny less. that you uh that, that you mentioned that uh kenny baker went on record on saying um let's see he cast immediately after meeting george lucas he said he saw me come in and mm-hmm. said, he'll do, be, he'll do because I was the smallest guy they'd seen up until then. He initially turned down the role three times, hesitant to appear in a film where his face would not be shown, and hoping to continue the success of his comedy act, which had recently started to be televised. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't like his go-to. Like his, that it, He didn't want this for himself. But no. yeah, yeah, most, most foul-mouthed character in all of history. Every yeah. single one of his lines was bleeped out. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hollywood. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I know, right? That's... And, and the the personality that they were able to put into those droids, you know, it's what made the movie. You know, yeah. Like yeah. you said, you know, the movie was mostly through the androids' point of view. Yeah. You know, so. And yeah, 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 for sure. And that's, I mean, I, I honestly feel like that's why a lot of directors nowadays have opted out for the kind of hybrid, uh, you know, uh, uh, with your with your special effects and or I'm sorry, with, with your CG effects and your practical effects. They they kind of find ways to put them together so that it, you get that good warm feeling that comes from practical effects and you get the sleekness of CG and yeah, yeah really cool stuff now obviously there's plenty of other characters uh, James Earl Jones of course as Darth Vader um, David Prowse played Darth Vader in, in Suit by the way yeah. I mean, he actually had lines and you can find edits where they go back and he's got like this real thick Cockney accent really? and it's yeah. hilarious <laughs> but but he was like so pissed with Lucas and so pissed with all of the, uh, everybody else that he actually got himself banned from any mm-hmm. uh, any Star Wars appearance, any any public appearance. With, really? Yeah, with the yeah. association. Dude, wow, holy shit! Because he thought he thought his lines were perfect. Yeah. But when you see it, like the, in the context, you know, he's like he's sitting there and he's talking to, you know, walking down the corridor with somebody. And yeah. Like, Might as well add Connery. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> real, I mean, real thick accent. Look. I am your father. God, I, mean, I don't yeah. like that at all. Exactly. I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> um, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Um, uh, Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan. Yeah, Star Studded cast. Just uh, really, really kind of a one in a million shot. No pun intended. I still think it's hilarious that they started with episode four. Yeah. Uh, Budget-wise, they had to. I now, mean, with storyline, yeah. you couldn't have gotten... You couldn't have gotten there's all no the fight way, scenes yeah. and everything that was supposed yeah. to be done in space yeah. it, it totally makes sense as I got older you know I, and I found out more about you know the lore and I realized that why, have, why haven't they made these you know these battles yeah well it's because CGI hasn't gotten that good yet yeah and it still didn't no <laughs> I totally agree well you know they pioneered a lot of those techniques a lot of the yeah. sound effects mm-hmm. all, all the sound engineering Ooh. that came through that film yeah. is, is textbook for it's beautiful like you know I learned a lot of it when I went to yeah. school yeah and you know they, they tell you hey all this was done, you know, on the fly, on the seat of their pants. They were trying to find ways to make sound effects. They That's did awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Really cool, man. Yeah, um, it's definitely a film. Have you actually like seen the video on like how they did the 
original shots. I'm talking for... about like the parking lot stuff and the no, guy, no, the like guy line, the where... actual s- yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where they're just like... Yeah, a, a little bit of it was at the beginning of my VHS that oh, yeah. we have playing right now. And uh, yeah, it, it was definitely... It, it, it's incredible stuff. George Lucas was definitely uh, a master of his craft. He was a genius, man. And uh, yeah, and he, he definitely him. surrounded himself with a lot of brave people trying to figure out new ways to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mo- right. Modelers, practical It's like you said, they, they pioneered a, a, a lot, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Visually and, and you know, audio-wise. They, yeah, absolutely. And all man. of that you know, snowballed into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really cool, man. Really cool, guys. Well, that was our uh, Rut Row Retro. Is there anything else you want to say about the film? One thing, I want to say that the, the Death Star, uh-huh. the way that the lasers form together in one is completely impractical. Yes. All of those would just shattering into an array oh for real yeah some, yeah some 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 theorize that it's actually plasma that's coming out of it but even still it, it wouldn't just go it wouldn't in, focus in, into, into a one funnel beam. yeah nice that, we didn't really talk about the villain we didn't talk about vader at all let's go ahead and do it come Dude, on man. i mean because i mean how can you not like vader i mean yeah really, he was uh, like imposing vader just... obviously being you know of course anakin skywalker which we learn a lot more about later on yeah. and through books of course and stuff like that right. but, uh, but yeah uh yeah definitely a, a pinnacle villain oh yeah uh the story of the evil father and the righteous son and you know the obviously everything that went on with empire strikes back and return of the jedi yeah no absolutely one of the greatest stories ever told i don't know if that was based on because you know this happens a lot but did he base anything like i'm thinking Ham- well, see, not hamlet uh macbeth 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 maybe well, was see, kind I'll of star bit. wars-ish i always thought star wars was closer to more like greek mythology no yeah. you're probably right yeah that, that's what i'm looking for because more like the uh zeus chronos kind of thing right right but like i said vader all in all like he was one of my first like villains that i wanted to win yeah. You know, I actually yeah. wanted him to They definitely win. gave you a lot. They gave you a lot to to like uh about this character. This was definitely not a now I don't know as much in the first film as uh the um as the second and third. First film he was more just villainous completely, but you know, he, he ends up going Right, right. Right, but no, yeah, like I said know the backstory at that point. Right, and the much as much as we knew about Vader at that point was he killed Anakin, you know. Which that led to so many speculations about the about the Clone Wars. Yeah. Which originally, because originally I always thought we actually got it that time. All right, go ahead. So <laughs> then I was going to do it live again. But you know, like I said, you know, we are because like reading a lot about the Clone Wars stuff. You know, I always thought. The Clone Wars was essentially, you know, them like cloning Anakin, fighting, or that's why Vader was around and stuff yeah. like that. Until you know, again, man, I'm see. really glad you didn't write it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, no, that's what. But you know, like I said, we didn't know much about the Clone Wars. We didn't know. All we knew was was Vader was was Vader. Vader yeah. killed, you know, Luke's dad. Yeah, we didn't yeah. know everything that had happened then. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, another really cool little. Uh, factoid on the first Star Wars is uh, Freddie Mercury was a huge uh, sci-fi fan uh, apparently Queen had a lot to do with the music in, in the first Star Wars film do you know that or not Zero? I had heard he wasn't a fan and he did a lot of stuff with it sardonically really? yeah but after the fact he became a fan and started using a lot of the that props, might be... and, and props and stuff after 
Because fact, I, that might be the case, actually. I'm not sure how much John Williams and Freddie Mercury would have gotten along trying to compose something together. Probably probably pretty well. John Williams I mean, is a genius. And Freddie Mercury had a beautiful mind on uh, yeah. on, like, cool. on, on melodic uh, yeah. you know, music like yeah, that to Star Wars. I, I could definitely see that happening. Hell yeah. Okay, well, well that was Star Wars Episode Four, a uh, beloved film. It was really cool talking about it with my boys. Uh, we're going to go if ahead you, and... If you turn right now, you might see Red One get uh, some action. Oh, yeah. We're watching the Star Wars, <laughs> we're watching Star Wars Episode 4 as, as we're doing the podcast. Just FYI, boys. And Rip Death Porkins. Star scene right now. Yeah. Next up is 21 or Up, our version of the classic 21 questions in which the guys will attempt to guess the title of a pre-selected video game. If you guys don't get it right within 21 questions, you have the option of rolling a 12-sided die for more questions. If you get that wrong, you get a second penalty. All right, so as tradition dictates, we're going to go ahead and start from left to right. Tim, you're first. Is it a Star Wars game? No. Knock that out of the way. Is it an RPG game? No. First-person shooter? No. Fighter? No. Not an RPG, not a first-person shooter, not a fighter, not Star Wars. Was that a PlayStation game? Yes, that's five. Is it a based off? Uh, is it a Japanese game? Like uh, based on like a Japanese company? Um, <laughs> yes, it is a Japanese company. I'll burn a hint. Burn a hint. This game involves assassinations. All right, I'm gonna say. Tenchu already. <laughs> six. For PlayStation? You're yeah. at six. It was for PlayStation. It was, yeah. Um, I'm going to throw one out there. Is it... Did it have anything to do with the Kojima game? No. No. He thought real hard about that. Because I was thinking Metal Gear, like Metal Gear Rising. Because there yeah. was assassinations in that, but... I guess we should have clarified if it was like PS1, 2, 3, 4. That's true. Yeah. It's on you. But we know it's at least PlayStation. And there was assassinations. Uh, so that means it's a third person game. I never said it was a third person. No, we never said, but we we cut out pretty much first person. Yeah, okay, we cut right. out first person. Well, that's fair. Yes. Metagaming. That's right. Oh, you know what assassinations Well, mean? we're allowed to talk. Yeah, we, we can talk to the Yeah. Uh, third person assassination games makes me think Manhunt. But I need, we need to know if it's like PlayStation 1, 2, 3, or 4. Yeah. It's on you. Was it original PlayStation? It originally... Like PS1. Yeah, it originally it originally showed up on, on PlayStation. So series? Hmm. Did we say series already? Well, uh, that's what I want. If it originally showed up on PS1, it could be a possible series. Maybe all under PlayStation. Because I asked him, was there a ten, was there a Tenchu game on any of this uh, any other console? I want to say there's a Tenchu two. I'm I'm not 100. Well, there's a Tenchu two and three. Okay, but I thought they were uh, all on there. There is a non first person. It's a third person style on Inusha. Could be a possibility. Yeah, but it didn't have any assassinations. Yeah, you didn't assassinate anybody on Inusha. Later on in the series, I think they had assassination style. I don't know because I played all the Onimusha games. I think no, besides the newer one, I played one, two, and three. I don't remember assassinations on that. Sneak attack. 
No, but he actually said assassination, so Ooh, that's true. Well, I didn't. I, I, Oh, here we go. <laughs> See, I didn't say that as an event, technically. I said that there was assassinations in this game. That could be a stealth kill. I shouldn't. Never mind. Um, it's where you got to think strangely sometimes. Was it a co-op game? No. No. I'll burn another hint. Okay. This game is a part of a series. That's the best I can do for you. That boys. shit's weak. <laughs> we're, okay, were there multiple playable characters? We, we never asked if it was a series. No. No, there wasn't. Wow. So, I mean, it can't be Tenchu, because in Tenchu 2, you had three playable characters. And in Tenchu 1, you had two. Which had Rikumaru and the girl chick. I can't remember her. I'm not, not going to lie, I don't remember a whole lot of Tenchu. <clears throat> I remember going a lot across the rooftops and then jumping down and all kinds of stuff like that, but that's about it. My favorite character didn't show up until number two, so... That's all I really remember about Tenchu also, is the rooftops. I'll say, I, one and two were, like, I enjoyed both of those, but anyway. Um, okay, so not a co-op, part of a series. Yeah. On PlayStation. Started on PlayStation. It's got to be Air Force Jam. Has, <laughs> yeah, ha- has assassination style movements. It's got to be we'll that say. The way he, you know, the way he shook his head on, like, I wish I hadn't said assassination anything. Uh-huh. <clears throat> what about, uh... Legs that came. Because there were stealth kills in that. And there were... Ooh. And it was multiple platforms. Multiple PlayStation uh, games. Yeah, but it was... I think that was also on Xbox, wasn't it? The question is, which one are we looking for? So we need to focus it down. Hmm. Yeah, if it came on the PlayStation, Assassination, and stuff like that. And it wasn't Tenchu. It was Gex 3. God damn it. That's a question. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm really wondering about Assassin. That's why I'm really wondering about No Gear. Could be. Spyro. Spyro did have assassinations. No. no. Did it have anything to do with Shinobi? What do you. Shinobi. Ninja. Ninja. Did it have anything to do with Shinobi? No. So there was no ninjas in it at all. Shinobi was a PlayStation 2 game. Hang on. Yeah, I wasn't asking about the game. So are there ninja in there? That's what he was asking. Are there ninjas in it? Yes. Okay, I thought you were asking about the licensed Shinobi. No, no. No. Shinobi is a ninja. Okay, guys. (laughs) God damn it. No, yes, yes. There are ninjas in it. Okay. Ninjas or a ninja? Cyborg? (laughs) See, I, I answered the question. Bell Gear. I'm sorry. It's, it's, Ninja. Ninja Gaiden? When did that start? Uh, Nintendo. 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 But he's saying it started on. But the thing is, though. No. He, he didn't Beverly say it Hills started. Ninja. Yeah, Metal Gear started on Nintendo. Um, see, also. he's trying to give himself away. <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear started we, on Nintendo. How many more, how many, uh, more burns do we have? You're nine. Yeah, no more burns. Yeah, no more? Yeah, you're out. Well, like nine questions. Nine questions. Yeah. We have any more hints. Okay, let's see. Was it a greatest hit for PlayStation? Um, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. I would be surprised if it wasn't. I'll put it that way, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of jams out there. 
Honestly, PlayStation. I'm, I'm kind of on. I'm kind of on the middle of your solid thing. No, I didn't follow with. Do we get one solid guess? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah one he, solid guess. If you guess, you have to be right. I know. Yeah. Right. Nice one. I'm still kind of thinking that Onimusha. It wasn't on PS1. Mm-mm. What you got, Zero? Man, I got I got nothing. Just guess, dude. Just do it. Fuck it. It doesn't matter what these guys think. Like hell, it does. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna play devil's advocate on that one. I really don't care at this point. <laughs> Let's just move this shit along. I, okay. All right. I'll, you, you guys ready to just guess? Yes. <laughs> this ready to get ready I mean, to he, real quick. He said, "Go ahead and guess." I mean, y'all are gonna be fucking mad at me. I'm saying, I'm sorry, but uh, was it Bushido Blade? No. Okay. What was it? It's gonna be one of those moments like you had. Tenchu Stealth Assassins is an action adventure stealth game developed by Acquire and published by Sony Music Entertainment Japan. You said it. And activate in Activision in North America and Europe for the PlayStation in 1998. And you lied. Tenchu uses stealth gameplay and is set in feudal Japan. It was one of the first ninja games to incorporate stealth, a crucial aspect of ninjutsu. Rich, you lied. The one thing I am I am very sorry about because I didn't I didn't remember this knowledge and Zero kind of he's right there with me. I didn't remember a second protagonist Mm -hmm. in Tenchu. There were. That's one thing I will apologize for, and I am sorry about that. I couldn't tell y'all that in it because that would just gave it to y'all. (laughs) <laughs> this, this is the second round zero had y'all at like question like what so it's not an rts is what you're saying <laughs> it's not an mmo is what you're saying you, you're allowed to be mad you have every right to be mad i'd be mad too so is this, is this the third or second time? second time second time i've second called time. the game and, and i told you to go for it and he did tell you to go here's for it. Here, here's the thing here's second the thing. time you've called the game the second yeah. time and second time we've had to take the penalty because we haven't guessed right. Sure. Yeah. Way to go, Zero. Booty butt chips. No, 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 no. Fuck me, right? <laughs> way to, no, way to go. Like, he, if we had listened to him, we would have had a right long time ago. Yep. All right, boys. If I can so, get yeah, a way to go. 12-sided die. Okay, so you guys lost. I'm sorry. Zero had y'all at, like, question four. But you guys don't trust Zero. Zero's not trustable. I'm not trustworthy. He doesn't have the face. That's pretty. Or, I told him to go. Trucks for is it. trustworthy. Trucks, Trucks just looks like a you know it's positive guy. It's because he's jolly. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> why? Why is that? Why is that yeah, the, the? Never trust me. I'm the jolly big dude. Everyone trusts. Yeah, me. I wouldn't trust. I, I wouldn't trust you either if I didn't know you. Tim. What's that guy doing? It's because you're white. That's just that, I mean. Yeah. No, I'm the shifty white dude. What's apparently, that? yeah. Apparently, why's that, why's, that, why's, that, why's that white guy so shifty? He's a grifter. <laughs> Before we get into to the penalty, real quick, <laughs> is there just like a huge flux of geeky Mexican Americans in, in this country? Because there seems to be a lot of us. Dude, I know a lot uh, more of us than just us, even more than the white people. Dude, I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, I would say I, I'm actually Irish. Are you? Yeah, he's dirty, bro. He's dirty Irish. <laughs> he's a gypsy. Aren't we all? <laughs> I don't no, think there's uh, a clean Irish. I want to hear. I want to. I want to hear what Jose says. I would say, man. I would say. Uh, I know I'm not. When it comes down to it, dude, most Mexicans uh, deep down are fucking nerds, bro. Yeah. Because of uh, cartoons like Dragon Ball Z. I'm, I'm speaking of my generation. Yeah. I'm speaking of my generation. No, I feel you. you. Know, uh, well, it, it, honestly, it, Dragon Ball it's, Z, Pokemon. It's uh, blood into the next generation, too, though, Josie, because yeah. I, I know like 17, 18 year old Mexican Americans mostly 
that are are into the the, the, the geeks did yeah oh, yeah man oh yeah man it, it's yeah. weird it, it's weird how how, how that's a thing. you know why I think it's because we're trying to integrate into the American way you think that maybe yeah, like totally, a subconscious man. movement actually, actually I was probably going more towards the Japanese way <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, Ameri- I mean, America by way of Well, Japan. I mean, the crazy right. thing is that, like, Japanese try to be American, right? That's yeah. crazy, right? I and, mean, like, Americans try to be... like, But, like, they're, Japanese. like, trying to be, like, Elvis. Yeah, yeah. that's yes. true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They want the 1950s. The Pompadour yes. is definitely yeah, a thing yeah, 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 yeah. Those were yeah. the golden years, eh? Yeah, yeah. All right. They, they got a nice punk rock scene over there, Do too. Do they? I don't know. They have, I don't know. Oh, they have a yeah, really I good punk rock stuff like that. I don't know. They have a really... Big jazz, like rock following mm-hmm. over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. Maximum the Harmon is probably one of my favorite metal bands. Uh, during okay, Grey. One Okay I'm Rock, Spotify. Bro. Did you, oh know, yeah, would they be okay rock, Oh yeah, for sure. Bro, what's one of our fucking favorite fucking uh, like heavy metal fucking uh, Wait. rock bands, bro? Baby you know, metal. Ba- baby baby metal is not bad. Baby metal go hard. Bro. I love baby. What's metal. banana? Um. Banana melt, melt banana. Melt banana. Melt banana. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's no. Fucking terrible. And uh, bandmate. Bandmate is yep. incredible. Speaking, speaking of, uh, shout out to Nesbitt and uh, yeah, shout out to Lady Savia. Uh, I see uh, y'all came out with the latest uh, video, uh, Cult of Gabriel. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Cool, cool. Um, local artist in, uh, here in Waxahachie, Texas. Nesbitt, yeah. What kind yeah. of music is that? Punk rock. Punk rock. Huh. Nice, cool. nice. Uh, uh, you know, uh, do you know if they're on Spotify or anything? Uh, like that? I'm not sure. I do know that uh, Burning Slow, another uh, local band here in Waxahachie, Texas. <laughs> Uh, is uh, reggae that would be more of a reggae yeah, style. yeah. yeah cool. I, know, I know Cody Cody's a good guy yeah, mm-hmm. yeah really people. cool man really cool awesome alright boys so you didn't make it we're gonna go ahead and start our penalty with the uh, infamous red cup you guys will pick a piece of paper out of this cup and you will read out what it says and you're gonna have to explain that for 30 seconds no matter what's on this paper alright we get, and we, do we still get one trade you or, get, yeah, you will get, get one trade. trade. You can't get it. You can't get a trade out of the cup. You have to trade with somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right. So like we have to wait until everybody gets it. Yeah, and uh, yep. yeah. So uh, and you trade sight unseen to the person that's getting the one. And, and just so Josie knows, uh, we do it one by one. Don't tell anybody what's on your paper until it's your turn. All right. As tradition dictates, we start with Tim. Are you ready? Yes. All right. One, two, three, go. My name is Balthazar01, and this is why it looks like Greek yogurt. Looks like Greek yogurt because it hasn't been used in far too long. Don't stop more than two seconds. This could be two weeks out of date, three months out of date. Who knows? But it looks like Greek yogurt because it hasn't been used in far too long. Yeah, could be start over of... Tim you just hit two seconds <laughs> god damn it I'm sorry dude just I, 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 I'm, I'm still gonna go with it okay so just by the way you didn't have... don't start yeah I know <laughs> I know okay don't start it again until I'm ready okay go alright look my name is Balthazar01 and it looks like Greek yogurt because it hasn't been used in far too long could be sour cream, could be buttermilk from before. Who knows? But it hasn't been used in far too long. Been hiding in the back of your fridge. Could have been there two, three months. Who knows? It's just this creamy substance that you 
just don't know what it is. Okay, Ty, good job with the <laughs> with the reverse on it. Because you got us at the very end right there. All I right. couldn't look at you because the whole time you're over here laughing. I'm just like, oh. I had to cover good my hand, good job, I had to cover too. my eyes because not I was gonna bust that out wasn't, laughing. That wasn't an easy one, so. Good job. What do you think I was doing? Josie, let me know when you're ready. We'll start your time. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So, how long am I supposed to do this? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. If, you, if you stop more than two seconds, you have to do it over. Okay, gotcha. Like that, man. All right, one. Let's go. Two, three. They call me Helios G, and this is why Pampers are okay for me. Usually, when I'm sitting and trying to record something that is going to be more than 30 minutes long, I'm going to need to use the bathroom. Call me an old man, but... I am an old man. So, I can sit here and talk to you while I am quietly <laughs> using my pamper as I speak. This is why pampers are okay for me. You were literally three seconds ah, off. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'll get this. I'll I'm get sorry, this. man. I'm sorry, dude. But we I'll, get this. I'll get All this. Right. All right. All right. One, One. Give me three. Give me three. Yeah. One, two, three. They call me Helios G. This is why Pampers are, are okay for me. When I am trying to sit here and record a podcast or a video, I am probably going to sit here for more than 30 minutes long, so I'm going to need to use the bathroom. Call me an old man, but an old man I am. So I can sit here and speak to you and use the bathroom spontaneously <laughs> without any kind of trouble. This is why Pampers are okay for me. Time perfect. Good job. Good job. Dude. Almost. Good job. You almost dude. had to do it again. <laughs> yeah, you were right there, dude. All right. Yeah. Good job, I was Josie. Close on that first pass through, and I was like, no, damn it. Zero. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> okay. Fire away. One, two, three. Uh, this is the Lord Reverend Zero, and this is why I can't pee alone. The reason why I can't pee alone is because. I have the opposite of what's called a shy bladder. I have an exhibitionist bladder. For me to use the restroom, I have to go to Cowboys Stadium at halftime, and I usually pull my pants down all the way, uh, and then I I can finally start to feel the flow. Um, like right now, while we're while we're having this podcast, if I was wearing Pampers, I I could finish. I could finally pee. Stop! 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 Good job, man. Good job. Zero. <laughs> you fucking slayed it, dude. I let my it's professional. Good job. Oh, god damn. And I gotta, and I gotta follow that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. god damn. Just let I us feel know sorry ready for you for every us. time after this. Because you have to follow him up. Yeah, no. This this is sucks. This, this actually sucks. But I can do it. Alright. One, two, three. Hey, this is Trunks. And this is why Ja Rule is the best. I mean... He he mimics you know off top he mimics uh, DMX so that automatically makes him the best you know his beef with Eminem for a while you know that put him on the map on top of that his and off and off the map at the same time then his excellent you know career in acting with his yeah. like two lines in Fast and the Furious I can't, I can't. okay, and, okay. <laughs> okay you're you're done you're good the time Woo! all right good job man really good job. Good job. What? Hey, oh, hey, man. he sold all his tickets in the first five rows of his last concert. 
<laughs> that that was good, man. Good job, Sean. Good job all around. Wanna go? <laughs> oh no! Y'all y'all heard about that, right? Where Fifty Cent bought the first five rows of his concert? Did he yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was part of their beef. He, oh he, my god! Like like he was playing somewhere and and there was nobody no shit. up up in the front because Dang. he said he said he got a group on and spent two thousand dollars for dude, all that's the tickets. Gold, dude. Oh my god! He got a group. A group, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my god, <laughs> that's some oh celebrity shit right there. Yeah, oh like, yeah, shit. I'm gonna get a group, group on your concert, and then and nobody first. showed. Fucking a, dude. Oh my Who's god. in your front row? <sighs> okay. Um, all right. With that, we are on to our next segment. Roll for intelligence. <laughs> Roll for intelligence. Uh, each one of our co-hosts will get a chance to enlighten the audience with something they find close to them something they that they deem worth talking about um tim you you go ahead and do the first roll give me one second that's a nine i i'm not gonna use the full time myself no no that's fine you never have to use the full time all right go so my topic since we're on a star wars episode age of rebellion since we're talking about new hope age of rebellion for the tabletop role-playing game what did you, you know, think about for playing it if you've ever played it, if you haven't? Now, the basis of it yeah. is it's roughly in a time frame before Rogue One, okay. by a couple of years. So it, I'm, I think I read this somewhere or something, but it, it isn't this one considered like the the beginners. Uh, like if you're starting out in Star Wars, you should start with Age of Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Like, no, no. a lot of people I know. If you're just gonna get into Star Wars role playing, they say play Force and Destiny because almost everybody wants to be a Force user. Okay, what are some of the 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 big differences with something like like Dungeons and Dragons? Or no, I'm sorry, let, let's do this instead of something like Cyberpunk in uh in a Star Wars role playing game. Just as far as, you know, generalization of how you play it, I mean... That's a hard question still, because the difference that there is in role-playing games... Uh I mean, obviously, it it always comes down to Just from the dice dice they do is... Like, yeah, FFG went with their whole fantasy flight games, Mm -hmm. went with their own dice for all the different Star Wars games, yeah. which are... It was a D6, right? Uh, you have the D6s, D12s, and D8s. Yeah. Okay. I think are the main dice that you use, and I think the D10s are used for percentile. Okay. But then you have D&D, which is a D20-based game. Yeah. And then Cyberpunk, which is another D10-based game, but they all have different values for whatever dice they have yeah whereas when it comes to the fantasy flight star wars games it's all based on instead of oh you roll a one two or three you have to actually look at the symbols on the dice because it could be a triumph it could be a failure it could be an advantage it could be a you know yeah no, I feel yeah, something yeah, I, else. The, the one thing that that definitely uh, they 
honestly probably know way more yeah no and that's fine that's fine the the one thing that that definitely stood out to me on star wars uh were the dice because i feel like there was a lot more involved uh just just by the you know dice wise uh and the mechanics of the of the game itself the, the, the difference between yeah you can have a you start off with your regular dice for the skill because of your attributes that you have in there and then you have your proficiency dice that you could change those out for mm-hmm. if you have enough in proficiency and the challenge dice difficulty dice yeah because yeah, instead of oh i rolled a 12 plus 18 on my hit it's i rolled two successes three failures three advantages and to you know disadvantages yeah, yeah. to where somehow even though you failed on this shot it can still play into a boost to your party i feel you cool which Ilios, do you remember when i failed in that force uh we were playing force and destiny mm-hmm. but i failed in a check and actually still wound up killing the monster because my advantages had allowed me to jump off of one ledge onto another ledge and then stab down on it okay. instead of it just being I'm running at this basilisk and stabbing straight down. I happen to leap off of here, leap off of there, and then land on top of it before. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean that that sounds different enough. It sounds. Uh, it sounds like White Wolf. Yeah. It, it very much sounds like, you know, Exalted, Vampire, where you can roll like like 20 dice. Yeah. And depending on how many successes, how many failures you get with the dice, they kind of offset it, offset each other. And, you know, like, like Nat 1s on a D10 system yeah. take away yeah. successes. Yeah. And to me, to me, that's the best part of the game. Yeah. The randomized station. Cool. Yeah. Well, really cool, man. Really cool. Um, I definitely want to check that out uh, pretty yeah. pretty soon. I'd like to try to do like, like maybe like a one shot or something of it. I think one shots have been. No, kind of I don't hard. want to hear any one shots. <laughs> I don't want to hear any one shots from you guys. Yeah, dude. That's all we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Just right. one shots forever. <laughs> yep. Anyway, they may be continuing one shots, but they're all one right. shots. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Joe, you got anything that you want to talk about to roll for? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. Go ahead and give him that die. Okay, so this determines what, like how many minutes? Yeah, right. yep. nine minutes. Perfect. Nine minutes. Yeah. All right, and you're good to go. All right, so uh, <clears throat> uh, adding to the Star Wars uh, role playing game, um, I really do enjoy the dice setup that they have. The dice setup that they have, yeah, um, it really adds to the whole feel of the Force. Yeah. Um, I don't know if if you guys haven't played it yet. You guys no, I haven't yet, but I plan. But on. if we do, and hopefully we'll talk about it later in the future once we get some sessions going on and stuff, um, you guys will see how the dice add uh, to the game. And uh, at first, when I saw the multiple dice after playing uh, like a game like Dungeons and Dragons, I was like, you know, why are all these dice needed? But it makes sense. It makes sense the way the game is built. It's pretty pretty good. Um, I would definitely suggest it. For uh, seasoned or a beginner uh, role playing game gamers out there, yeah, I mean, if for any Star Wars fan, to be honest, I mean, who doesn't want to be a Jedi, you yeah. know, wielding a lightsaber, or that, yeah. who doesn't want to be a smuggler, 
you know, who doesn't want to be, you know, and, and I mean, there's different, you know, just like yeah. in D&D, there's different kind of classes and races that you can play. And that's the beauty of it. And, you know, and that's what makes the game. That's yeah. what makes the game. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, you were what a... Uh... I was a... Uh, Gungan smuggler? I was smuggler? a Gungan smuggler. Uh, yeah, his name... Um, that Remember just sounded name. already horrible. Oh, oh yeah, saying. oh yeah, man. Uh, to be honest, man, we're, this this we're was playing the, fourth and destiny. This so. character, uh, yeah, the Gungan smuggler was, was probably the worst smuggler that you could ever have. Uh, yeah, he was just doing his Gungan thing. You know, it's what Gungans do, right? Yeah. But um, it's definitely a cool concept. It's something I definitely want to look at. I mean, obviously we're all big Star Wars fans, but just to have another outlet to try something new with the franchise mm-hmm. would be really really cool so yeah, I'm really yeah excited I, would about ref- I would definitely recommend it for any uh, role playing ga- gamers out there awesome dude really cool zero alright see the dice here you go sir here we go eight minutes eight minutes so yeah, you're good the... uh, so I'm gonna bring up it's uh, you know more for the more from the comics cause I'm kind yeah, of the comic absolutely. I, lo- I love this man so uh, you know Marvel kind of came to the point where they were like, hey, everything that was in the past that was done by Dark Horse, uh, we've gotten with Disney and said, hey, that's no longer part of it. So uh, we're scrapping all of that and we're going with all new Star Wars stories. Yeah. So uh, they did a main Star Wars run, which was still a little bit after Luke blew up the Death Star. Nobody yeah. really knows who he was and everything like that. And the, and the story kind of progressed from there. Yeah. Well, it also got to a storyline where uh, there was a Darth Vader comic book that was put mm-hmm. out. And the Darth Vader comic book was basically about his first attempt at a coup against the Emperor. Okay. And there was a character that came out in the third issue of that that run called Dr. Athara. And she is probably one of the coolest characters that's come out of this whole new mix. Basically, she's an archaeologist and she's a really good thief. So she goes around and she tries to break into all these different old school jedi temples and she goes past all the traps and she's super intelligent she like she sits there and she'll figure out all the situations go through find the uh, find a relic and then she'll just flip it for like you know hundreds of thousands of credits so she's a really a really cool rogue type character and she's really well written really well developed she got her own series and a lot of the exploits and everything that follows you there she's just She's probably one of the coolest characters that's come out of this whole new mix. And it still ties into the movies. Mm-hmm. And it still ties into a lot of the newer movies because there's some, yeah. some stuff that kind of reflects, you know, some of the changes she did and some of the changes that they did with Darth Vader and everything like that, with it, which happened in like Rogue One. Yeah. So, you know, he's a little bit more of a, a fluid character instead of just kind of the bulky robot that you, that you see at the end yeah. of the, the you know the first film that you yeah. watch with him yeah and you know it kind of explains why he can't move so well during that film you know a lot of it is because she gets a couple of droids and she steals these droids from the empire because the, the empire designed these to be like mass murdering droids okay so she's got uh triple zero who's basically kind of like a c3po type protocol yeah. droid but he's solid black and he is his ai is just designed to torture and murder people so very nice what was her series called zero dr afara okay dude i gotta check that out yeah it's it's really well written uh you can you can read it online okay uh marvel has it on 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 their service where you can read their comic books um are you gonna play the train thing again (laughs) i guess i I was all right 
We'll never forget, guys. It'll always be there. But yeah, Doctor right, right. Dr. Ifara, like she gets two droids, basically an R R two unit. Uh, he's actually like BT. Yeah. Um, and and he's just like a rolling arsenal. And he hates humans and wants to kill humans. So she's got these two droids, and she's got restraining bolts on them, and she uses them basically in her exploits because uh, you know kind of how Luke run around with with three PO and R two. I've never heard of any of this, dude. Man, like, this sounds so fucking wow. dope. It 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 really is, right? Um, the only thing I could say that people would hate about her is they do kind of take her character a little bit on the like a social justice warrior because they make her into like a you know yeah i'm not worried about yeah i I don't let that bother me don't let it bother you because it's probably one of probably one of the better love stories that's come out of this whole thing she finds a love interest who's actually uh an imperial uh she's uh she finds the love interest she finds is uh, an imperial commander yeah and so this chick is like chasing her down because she's aligned herself with the rebels so she can steal something important yeah but it, she only uses that rebel you know association to get what she wants she has flip-flopped and betrayed the empire and the rebellion countless times and this catches the attention of darth vader which which was what initially brought her into the fold yeah. because he wants to use somebody that's not associated with anybody to track down that's so fucking cool dude. to track down the person that blew up the death star because yeah. at that point they still don't know that luke skywalker is the one who did it yeah. she finds out and she also finds out that his name is skywalker and she figures out that he used to be anakin skywalker so she knows what's up before anybody else it's an incredibly well-written story and I, I just love how they wrapped it all up. How man. did Luke? Yeah, I mean, I've always wondered: Did Lucas write this all like all at once, or did he like no. just build no. up on it? This this was actually written after the fact by new new comic book writers mm-hmm. and everything. And I really wish I had, had kind of paid attention to the, who who wrote this comic mm-hmm. book series. Yeah, uh, all of the new Marvel stuff, all the new Marvel uh, Star Wars issues, man. The storyline has been incredible, man, it, and it ties everything in perfectly well. It, it's it's kind of rewriting history. But it's a cool way to see it again. Definitely, so. definitely, man. That and, sounds yeah. amazing. And we, we do usually always ask if anybody wants to check this stuff out. I know Josie kind of hinting, asked about it, but where where would you go to try to find this stuff? Look, I, I in one of the links I will put the comic book site I use. It's totally backdoor. It's totally free. Okay. And you can read absolutely everything you want to read star wars even the old dark horse stuff wow so i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll throw that in, in the link but you know to, i'll definitely have to check that out to be oh honest i i do own entire runs of the star wars stuff so yeah, it's wow. it's it's one of those things where yes it is a, it is a modicum of piracy yeah. but i i fully support the comic book industry um yeah. duncanville comic books in in duncanville is my lcs i i go there constantly i've supported them this entire time through the whole you know covid thing and everything yeah, like important. that it's important. It's, yeah. it's very important to go out and, and buy comic books man i i'm mm-hmm. you know don't tell my wife but i mean hundreds of dollars a month yeah. so it's, it's ridiculous i'm already in the doghouse for buying uh too many games so, yeah. <laughs> yeah see no, i'm the, lucky the, when the, the age-old story man just mm-hmm. you bought too many damn games. no she's she's fully aware of how much i've spent on comic books you, yeah. you know i mean you, you can't hide six thousand comic books jesus christ see no, see i'm the lucky one then because my girlfriend's like hey you want that game are you gonna buy me something too and tim real quick just to uh because i forgot to ask you if anybody wants to, to check out the star wars age of rebellion where would you go to get it locally 
Locally, you go to Games Unplugged. Okay, and that's a middle of yeah. We're all big fans of these guys, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I love them to death. Yeah, uh, Trunks actually just went there today, got some dice and all kinds yes. of cool stuff. So, really cool. Well, Zero, once again, man, really appreciate it. Uh, definitely going to check that out. Definitely going to check that out, man. That's that's kind of blowing my mind around. The closest thing I can think of to that, and once again, I always go back to a video game, but it, it kind of reminds me of, of how you... Like nobody knew about Vader's apprentice and and uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed with a <laughs> Star Killer. Star, Star Killer. Take that with a grain of salt because that is yeah. an alternate universe. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, alternate. Okay. All right. Yeah, but no uh, longer Disney. But once again, well, well, no. I mean, it, it it initially was because there's a part where he he ends up yeah. like killing Luke. You know, yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. you you got to take that one with a grain of salt. Yeah. 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 It's oh, pretty really, Josie. If, if you ever get a chance to play Star Wars the Force Unleashed, man. I know a lot of people give it a bad rap. A lot of people talk trash. Well, Ooh, I think it's the who? second one. I think it's the second one. I don't know. I always, I always get into conversations online. Yeah, oh, yeah, both of them are great. Dude, the Force Unleashed was definitely. Uh, it was a good game. Yeah, it, it was I definitely. I enjoyed that one. It was I a big one for me one, growing up. I'm surprised I don't have it. I, ne- I never played it. Uh, it was a DLC all the way through. It was. Yeah. It was DLC it with was the uh, kill yeah, yeah, Luke. Luke. Yeah. So good. So good. But yeah, I'm, I gotta check that shit out, man. Yeah, me too. Definitely provide a link if you can. The whole run. The the start. Star Wars comics now at this point are actually going after, or they're they're right around the time of of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So you know they they do these runs you know um, and they're very they're very readable. So it's 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 easy to get a hold yeah. of them, run through the series, and man, you 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 fully feel you know completely satisfied by just reading one of these quick runs. Yeah. Really cool, man. Well, the, obviously, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. There's another uh, six issue miniseries about uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh-huh. which, if you guys have read any of the old stuff, mm-hmm. they kind of still acknowledge the old stuff. Cool. Really cool. <laughs> they kind of. They kind of acknowledge the old stuff and 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 still bring Thrawn back into the new series. Which man, nice. Uh, I would love to see him like yeah, know, Mandalorian yeah. or something like that because it's a great character. Well, it could definitely it could definitely happen because I can tell you right now if if Disney's being lenient on anything as far as bringing stuff in or uh, implicating stuff or whatever, it's the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, they yes. put, yeah. So yeah. Beautiful. Um, really excited. I, about I enjoyed that. that. I enjoyed that. So good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, I really appreciate it, zero. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and move on to trunks. Um. Right. Go ahead and roll for us. Seven. Seven. So we're just going and, down every time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're good. All right. Well, my I'm actually going with comics tonight. Oh man. No. Go I'm, ahead. Uh, I just love your anime. Talk. I, oh, I mean, I had something like that, but I was thinking about it. And he gave me a really cool idea with uh, Red Hood, Red oh, Hood and okay. Outlaws. Okay, okay, cool. S- specifically, because like honestly, Tim Dr- not Tim Drake, but uh, Jason Todd uh, as Robin was a horrible, horrible Robin. Yeah, like yeah. he was probably one of the few Robins. Like when he died, him dying was the best thing for him. Yeah, yeah. Because after that, you know, because I know. Different retcons have changed his backstory multiple times. Yeah. At one point, you know, it was Superboy Prime who punched reality, and that's what brought him back to life. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I think I vaguely remember all of that. Actually. And then uh, there was the other one that uh, it was Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Because uh, he felt bad. Yeah. About what happened to Batman, and you know, use the Lazarus Pit. And then, you know, he was trained by this group of mystical assassins called the Allcast. But uh, as the series goes on, you know, essentially 
he wants to get back at the person who murdered him. Yeah. The Joker. Yeah. So he ends up, you know, donning the jerk, the, the jerker, but <laughs> the jerk in. that's a whole other conversation. Uh, yeah. the jerk in. He 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 uh, dones the uh, the moniker of Red Hood, yeah, which was Joker's original uh, Still persona. Uh huh. So you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The only reason why I know anything about the Red Hood uh, is the movie. Yeah, uh, under Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, is is the movie under the Red that, Hood. That was I, a good movie. Yeah, I love it. But uh, in like later iterations, he ends up. Uh, getting a team yeah like they call it like uh the outlaws it started off with arsenal or red arrow whichever mm-hmm. one you want to call them roy harper that, uh, i don't want to cut you out there but the outlaws actually started with batman well long, i know long i know the outlaws but with yeah. red hood he got the the new the his version of the outlaws which was uh originally it was starfire and uh arsenal yeah but, you know, and they had a run for a little bit. People got kind of pissed off at it because Starfire was overly sexualized, whatnot. And yeah. I loved it. I love Starfire. But, and, you know, they kind of, they, they tried to retcon the whole thing of her even knowing Nightwing and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, lately they did a lot of, uh, uh, they called it the Dark Trinity. Uh-huh. And they put, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, not Tara, uh. Artemis. They put yeah. Artemis and uh, Bizarro. Oh, okay. With uh, with Red Hood. So yeah. you, you once again had, you know, the Amazon, the super character, and yeah. a bat character. Was the Red Hood? Was he a playable character in um in Justice Two? Yes. Yeah. He was, he was DLC. He was DLC. Okay. All right. But you know, I thought and, so. I just couldn't run. Yeah, I couldn't. Remember. But you know, I. But honestly, I've always liked Jason's character. You know, just kind of, he was the black sheep of the family. Yeah. Because, you know, when all the family, you know, kind of get together to do things, you yeah. know, whenever they find out Jason's coming as well, they're kind of like, Ugh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because he's not like the rest of them. He's yeah. very much the, he's the gun toter. Yeah. He, he doesn't believe in letting these, you know, villains run around or just get caught to get thrown back out there. Yeah. He's very much the shoot them, kill them, be done with it. But, and it kind of, like in the later stuff, that's kind of what got him in trouble with Bruce now. Yeah. Is because he shot Penguin. Yeah. I'll I'll be honest. I, I mean, all right. As far as comic books go, I definitely, I, I've definitely veered towards Marvel. Um, Josie or my, our buddy Donnie, yeah, he, they're really big DC fans. And that I, that's why I eventually got into some of the, the DC stuff. Especially Batman, right? Obviously, but uh, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, it's very foreign to me. Let's see. But I, I definitely, I always remember the Robins for some right. reason, though. You know what I mean? But to me, the Robins, and I might be wrong on this one because don't get me wrong, Batman has some, you know, some great yeah. stories. But right. to me, the Robin characters were always more relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I love Nightwing. Started out as first Robin. Yeah, Grayson, Red Hood. Yeah. Like him, because yeah. then uh, I like Jason Todd Robin, but he stayed Robin for so long. Then I'm not getting into the whole thing with him being Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Damien is still one of my favorite Robins. Yes, mm-hmm. and I know you don't like him, Zero. You, or I, I, I want to correct you. You said Jason Todd Robin, and then you said Drake. 
Uh, but it's Tim, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Jason, yeah. uh, Jason was Red Hood. Jason's Red Hood. And then and Tim, Tim Drake. Tim Drake was Robin for a long time. And then he was Red and Robin. And then he was Red Robin. And then he became Drake, yeah. Which he took Red Robin from Dick Grayson in Kingdom Come. God damn it, dude. Yeah. That's just so yes, much. It's a lot. So yeah. much. Um, but see, like, honestly, I was a Marvel time fan lines, first. Timelines. I was. I was a Marvel fan for the longest time. Well, I'm not going to lie. I mean, being a Marvel fan, at least nowadays, is just more convenient. That, that's all it is. It's not that one's better than the other, right. I feel like. I feel like a lot of people are just Marvel fans because it's convenient. Yeah, right you're now. absolutely right. Like, it, it is hard to be a DC fan. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to the DC fan, uh, DC comics, I would say when it comes to Batman, I was uh, growing up, I was more of a Dark Knight. Yeah. Old school, you know, more graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Batman, you know, where he was actually gonna put somebody down. Because that's and honestly, that that's you know, what that's he, what original Batman was. Yeah, uh, yeah no, 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 I I completely agree. And it's like, I would disagree with that. I would say the Detective Comics was the original Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, th- that's way. But you, and yeah, see, you're yeah. talking about like Detective Comics, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, like Batman, and honestly, I like Detective the, Comics. The Detective yeah. Comics in the 1970s is mm. is, is where I uh, I grew up. Yeah. With Batman and okay. DC, see, I grew up with Dark Knight. Like, Dark, well, Dark, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns and everything like that. Frank Miller, um, I love that series. I do have a lot of issues with you know the Batman taking on guns and all kinds of stuff like that because, you know, Batman did use guns. Like everybody freaks out whenever Batman uses guns, but Batman did use guns. He had he had the gun that Joe Chill uh, killed his parents with for like a long time, and and he he ran like missions with it and everything like that. But he he always brought himself like never to kill. Mm. So. Like I like that Batman that's always willing to take somebody down, but yeah. to me, the detective is always what Batman was. You know, back oh, in definitely. back in when he had like the blue and gray suit, and he mm-hmm. would he would sit there and solve crimes and not actually go fight people. Uh, kind of brings me to one of my favorite points about in uh, Arkham Origins, the Rockstar, yep. the games was yeah. because Arkham Rock Origins City. did. Did a section called uh, "World's Greatest Detective," and you actually had yeah. you didn't fight people. Really, yeah. I, dude, I have that game. I need, I need to check that it, out. It, I, it's it's the definitive edition or whatever. Yeah, it's, so, it so the side quest for that, the "World's Greatest Detective," where he sits there and he actually has you to figure CSI. out the problem. Are we talking about yeah. Asylum? No, no, no Origin, uh, Origin, yeah, Origin, yeah, dude, that's yeah, but yeah. it was very much the CSI. You had to sit there and put the points together to actually. Can, you know, find that's out awesome. the whole entire scene. That's, awesome. that's really freaking that's awesome. cool, man. And, I didn't even yeah. know that was in there. That's that was that's the best part I, of that game. I that's beat awesome. Origins. That's awesome. That was our favorite I love, uh, part. I love uh, Detective County Games. You know, like L.A. North. You guys heard? Oh, oh yeah. 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 A lot of people hate. We that all game. know that Batman, w- equipped with his, you know, equipment, is yeah. the greatest detective there ever. Uh, yeah, will be. Right. But but yeah, going on L.A. Nor, dude. Yeah, I I adored that game and honestly it got a lot of flack man like honestly, a lot of people didn't like that I'm game. not gonna lie I never played it but. and well the, the reason why is because every well, time well it was nice having you on Trunks <laughs> <laughs> no for real dude you need to get out oh god damn no but for real though man like it, it, I really feel like the reason why everybody hated it so much is because every time somebody sees a fucking Rockstar logo on a game they need it to be open Grand world Grand Theft MDMK and L.A. Noir L.A. Noir wasn't that. It, it, it no. wasn't an open world. It, 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 was, it was an intelligent game. That yeah, no, absolutely, dude. Like, you really had to play detective. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, everybody dogged on the mechanics of the visual, um, of, of the face, you know. And oh, having trying to pick them on the like, oh, well, all you have to do is this. I loved that. Dude, it, it, it was a fun game. No, I'm sorry. I'm going off on of video games, guys. Right. I know. No. I had to go off of the detective dude. thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um. Yeah, LA Noir is a fantastic game. I'm so I'm so happy that you guys love it just as much as I did because I don't know very many people that did. Everybody was but, just talking trash about how it was very linear and all you did was uh um 
research and there wasn't no action. No, there's not any action because it's not an action game. It reminded no, me of a game. It reminded me of, of a noir novel. Yeah, and, and if, yes. and if yes. you went through, it. I guess in their defense, not not really, but in their defense, if you aren't infatuated or not infatuated, but if you aren't at least exposed to that noir you, you're not uh, realm, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you know, when no we're talking film or, or, or novel. Yeah. Then yeah, you're not gonna like it. It's not gonna be a, but, cr- a criminal minds game. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. It's not, it's not yeah. gonna be you in there detect- and then you know busting down yeah, the guy. I'm sorry, anyways, go ahead. Man. No, I'm sorry. like I said, no, when it comes down to it, like I said, Red Hood was still one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. we went yeah. off the topic. Oh no, no, that was fine. I mean, we do it, that it, anyway. t- it ties back in. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, still, uh, I, I feel like the greatest, the greatest way that they actually utilized Jason Todd was. Arkham Knight. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, that, I mean, that can't really be a spoiler for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, that, that really brought him back into the spotlight for a lot of gamers. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a yeah. lot, a lot of comic book readers, you know, we're, we're, we were well aware of, of Jason Todd and how badass he was and everything like that. So it was a treat for him to be kind of like, man, when they brought him in, that and, was really cool for the rest find of out, us. And you find out that, and, and you know, and, cause a lot of people don't realize, you know, Jason Todd is actually one of those characters. He's, to me, he's on par with Batman. You know, he's he can actually hang with Batman yeah. in a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but that's more because of like I said, the all cash training. Just the you know the fact that he has no qualms with pulling out yeah all the stops when you know fighting someone like that. Yeah. Where like you know Dick and Tim have too much respect for Bruce. They yeah. won't you know. Yeah. They fight him, but they still have that level of respect. They're just like. Uh, it's Bruce. We hold him up here. Yeah. Jason's like, you know, fuck Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. J- Jason's nice more of the Gohan going versus Goku. Next generation, like, you know. I'm going to yeah. fight you full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, so no, uh, I really just wanted to talk about real quick our last conversation. I mean, Trunks brings up anime all the time, whatever, and I finally got to check it out. Um, uh, uh, my on, Hero? On uh, uh, Funimation. <laughs> yeah. my, my Hero Academia is probably the coolest yeah it's definitely the coolest anime that i've seen in a long time and i'm not gonna lie i don't watch a ton of it i appreciate it i respect it i love like cowboy bebop and you know, like the the main ones you know uh obviously my hero academia is a main one too it's, it's very very popular i just never knew anything about it but super solid i'm probably about six episodes in and damn it dude like i, I mean i was watching this thing for five probably almost six hours straight I, I love I, I love this. Uh, well, he has to take breaks because he has to work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, wait, six episodes took you five hours? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I might be I might be a lot farther than that actually. Yeah. I, I, in fact, right now, actually, uh, the battle between um, uh, Deku and uh, um, Shigaraki. Yeah, just finished their their first battle in in, in the indoor training. Oh no, the Nomu. Okay, is the that Nomu. Okay, the big, yeah. Okay. yeah. The big, huge-looking yeah. black that's what, yeah, creature. That, that, that's where I just finished. But I gotta say, man, one thing I noticed because right after that, I decided to take a break from that and I started watching Attack on Titans, which I haven't seen a lot of that either yet. But I heard it was amazing. It is. And it is amazing. Oh, yeah. it, it, is amazing. it goes so left field yeah. on the but, third season. But what I wanted to yeah. talk about primarily is how impressed I am with the voice acting in in these shows versus an American. No, man. Action those, drama cartoon. Those J are, those J, uh, Japanese. And, and, I, and I'm talking about so the American. Japanese? Fun, no, Funimation as a company is is super, super solid. Yeah. Dude, now. I mean, I was, I I, I teared up in, in a scene. Why do you think I want to work for them? I teared up in a team. Same here. 
I teared yeah, up I, in a scene who, of a. Who I'm here? Ha, who here hasn't applied for Funimation? <laughs> me. I mean, I haven't. I, I've applied. I've applied. But dude, like, so I mean, two out of five. <laughs> I couldn't help that's but take. It. I couldn't help but take note in uh, in, in in the voice acting. You know, they're right the, in Arlington, right? With the main protagonist. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The the a, a lot of the recording stuff is actually done in uh, Flower Mound. Yeah. Wow. I, all, all I can say is, man, is that I, yeah, I'm super impressed. Like uh, the first, the first scenes of Attack on Titan, the voice acting got me so hard. But, but, but in, in, I mean, it's not a spoiler here, but, but a conversation between a mother and her son uh, oh, dude. during time oh, of crisis. Dude, yeah, no, no, I just, I, it, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Like, I was like, what are you talking about, dude? That that took me a second. I had to yeah. stop for a second and be like, yeah, dude. I'm wow, like that was. That was real. Like but, that was more real than any live action film I've seen, as far as drama goes. And I just love it. I love it. Same I love time, it. That's all I'm saying is that I, I'm hooked. But at the same time, yeah. I know a lot of people bitch about Funimation or just American voice yeah. acting in general. I just I don't. But people are gonna bitch. People are gonna. But yeah, I, I will. I will say never, 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 never watch a live action. Oh yeah, no, no, I wouldn't. No, I, I don't bother. If no. I'm gonna watch an anime, I'm gonna watch a fucking anime. I'm not worried well, about a lot. The live action of of Attack on Titan yeah. is comical bad. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, and it was actually made in Dude, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, and they it's they did it. DBZ bad. Dude, even when the With Cowboy the Bebop comes out, oh, there's no yeah. way I'm watching that. Which I'm one? not gonna watch it. Cowboy Bebop uh, is coming out. I kind of want to give it a chance. I'll give it that. I'll give that a chance. I'll, I'll I don't give know. it a chance. I mean, I, see, I, Cowboy Bebop is very. I mean, I'm sure. So, it's, to it's me, that was Bebop. Firefly in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I. But I we love... actually got an ending. Yeah, man, I I loved Cowboy Bebop, but yeah, th- th- that's all I'm saying is that I'm hooked now, dude. Like I, dude, I'm, I'm I'm looking through Funimation now, man. I'm just like you know, I mean, there's so much on there. Dude, oh, oh, oh so so you went from Snake to Otacon. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's I can't, a hard hit, oof. man. I can't, dude. <laughs> I can't say nothing. My queue, my queue list on Funimation is at least 30, 40 yeah animes Rachel and I were talking about you uh, as far as anime goes and, dude you're like fucking like king anime right? and I sit there and I'll like watch two episodes of this I'll watch two episodes of yeah. this like, like you crap. have your stories all stored in there like I can't even imagine how much knowledge you have of all oh, these characters <laughs> but anyways I'm sorry it's yeah, scary but, uh, isn't it yes but yeah I, I, I just wanted to note <laughs> on that man uh, the, that's what a DM uh, has to you know that's yeah. the burden yeah. that a DM takes I guess that makes sense I'm really curious to see how Zero DMs. Seriously, it is. I really actually, want to see you DM. Soon. He's good. I, I, I got to get you in somehow, like a one shot or something soon. Because Trunks, Trunks is amazing. One shot. <laughs> okay, dude. Pretty much, if you're looking at playing a game, it's going to be the five of us anyway. So yeah. But anyway, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I just wanted to point that out, boys. All right. Well, with that, we're we're pretty much out of time, guys. Uh, before we say our goodbyes, is there anything anybody wants to say uh, before we head out? Everybody, just make sure y'all stay safe out there. Uh, you know, uh, during these uh, uncertain times that we live in, uh, everybody, you know, make sure y'all play the games that you like because you know that's really what it comes down to. You support know? small business. Yeah, man, support small business. Uh, you know, businesses around you, and uh, try to you know be part of the community is really what the only thing we can do. Absolutely. Try to do as a part of the community right very well part said. of the community very well said very well said zero uh I'll, d- I'll definitely do a shout out to fingers i had i had two of the truth potatoes oh uh, yeah yeah uh they were absolutely amazing uh shout out to railport shout out uh the pub everybody that's local uh keep doing what you're doing and uh super mario brothers was God damn it. <laughs> 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 
For a second there, I was going to let it go, and I knew that you were going to do that shit. I fucking knew it. Trunks, what do you got, man? Uh, like, Well, I want to shout out to Games Unplugged, because... Absolutely. Love them. You know, Absolutely. They give me business out there. I give them too much money. I'm glad. But, um, I'm, dude, I'm glad you went out. I need to get my ass out there. Um, soon, I, I even told them about the podcast, so yeah. they're probably going to be listening. So. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm making stickers uh, just for the hell of it. And I'm going to be making stickers, and I'm going to be sticking them in drive through uh, uh, areas of fast food restaurants. Hell yeah. Okay. And okay. just uh, but have yeah, fun I'm, and play some more games and you gotta be Final Fantasy damn it god damn it I know dude yeah, so Zero you've beaten it I have yeah Trunks. I've beaten it I'm barely still at the script yard bro oh god damn, oh, god damn. damn. I also got Bahamut I think so. I'm chapter 11 right oh yeah yeah I saw and Leviathan Le- Bahamut yeah you got Le- fucking Leviathan yes. see now I'm gonna go back and play and I'm going to get all three that I, you know, I've missed. I got to get back on that because we have to have. I want us to have a mini spoiler cast on the next. On the next. Yeah, I, I will say. I will say this. Have you? So have you gotten to the dresses? Have you gotten to the dresses? Yeah. Sure. One more time. One, one more Beat time it. again. Yeah. What's up, Zero? Have you gotten to the dresses? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, it. I missed something, and my kid, my kid was playing. Uh, when you're when you're uh, walking around as Cloud in the dress. Talk to Chadley. That is the absolute funniest oh, thing. Oh, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Not yeah. do that. Yeah. I didn't. I went straight. I went straight to it. But. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what he says either, but yeah. Okay. I did that. All right, cool. That was, that was awesome. You'll find out some funny stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll have to go back and do that. That was a really still really amazing game. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hands down. I mean, uh beautiful, uh fluid, um still felt like the original. Yeah, somehow. Absolutely. Somehow, even though it was not I can't uh, now. I don't know what happens at the end of it. You two do. And I heard that it was vastly different. From what uh, I've seen. You know, uh oh. Oh man, they're onto us. <laughs> Director and producer have both said that they're not going to be straying away too much farther from the original story after this. Besides what they've already done, I don't know what that means. Is haven't beat it yet. Talking the table a little bit. I want to say that the directors and the writers have also said the reason yeah. why they're not straying away from it is because this takes place after Advent Children. And uh, okay. Servers, Servers, yeah. Crisis, Servers. both of the crises. This takes place after, after. it. What the remake fuck is supposed yeah. to have oh a my dual God. meaning. Yeah. That is why they're not oh changing no. anything from the original game. No. Oh. Yeah, dude. So, so we'll, no, we'll have to do that. So we'll, some of the other stuff were prequels to what you saw, and yeah, so who we'll, knows. We'll, We'll Dude, talk about that we'll, later. We'll so. talk about it. Yeah, so, yeah. We don't, we don't have time now. But my yeah, final got, word on this it. is: shout out to all the local businesses in the Waxahachie, Midlothian, Red Oak area, close to home, and farewell, bonjour. You know, one of those. Avida say good night. Avida say good night. Yeah. Okay. Josie. Sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah. Sayonara. Right We're gonna sign off. Zero. See you later. Peace. Later. Bye, guys. Bye.